As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Episode 10, and we'll be back. But when? I'm Richie Firth, and I hack travel. What an emotional, massive day this is for us. Yes, isn't it ever? First, we vaccinate and then we activate. Chris, give us some news. I went to uh, my local Hindu temple today and it's weird, yeah? I've flown all the way around the world and visited Hindu temples and never visited one in East London where I live. And I was made to feel most welcome and I joined a short but socially distanced queue and I got astrazeneca Fantastic. I this got is great news. Part, part one is there. I am vaccinated and ready, subject to uh, uh, second dose and all that, to hactivate. It's exciting times, Chris. We have uh, we have uh, made our way through two uh, series of Richie Firth Travel Hacker, where all we've been able to do is do fantasy hacks. And now, with your vaccination uh, and me, hopefully at some point uh, getting one as well, we will be able to get out and actually activate. It feels quite poignant on the last uh, episode of the season for that for that to have happened. I mean, and at the very worst, at the very worst, Rich, yeah. The next season could be you sat in your room and us on a, a, a Zoom call whilst I show you round where I visited on the phone. <laughs> very, very true. Hey, look, we're excited about season four and we're only still ending season three as you listen right now. But if you've got an idea of a hack that you want us to actually go out and do... Travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com. Email them through right now because we're going to be in a position to do it. Maybe with your Patreon money as well. Become a patron of this podcast, patreon.com slash travelhacker. That's where to give us your money. I don't want to sound like Bob Geldof, but we need it and we, we, we need it now. Give us your fucking money. He never said that. It's, it's one of the biggest misnomers of our time. Bob Geldof doesn't swear. Is that true? That is true. Doesn't or didn't? 
One of the two. <laughs> anyway. I mean, if so, if so if I was to, to like, you know, bump into Bob Geldof in my local Tesco mm-hmm. and I was to say, see you next Tuesday is a swear word. Yeah, mm-hmm. what does it mean? And he wouldn't say... He wouldn't understand what you're on about. Well, that's probably doesn't true. Have it, it doesn't have it in his vocabulary. He's Irish. Okay. Speaking as an Irishman... <laughs> I, I think we can outswear the English <laughs> six days a week, but definitely not on a Sunday. <laughs> Coming up in the final episode of season three of Richie Firth Travel Hacker. Oh, this is shit. I'm dizzy. I want to get off. A cold wind wallops cocks. <laughs> Harder, Chris. Harder. It's 19 foot long. Right, we should say hello at this point to our new patrons. They keep on joining. Um, Terry. Hello, Terry. Thanks very much for parting with your hard-earned cash and becoming a patriot. And also to no username. Is this seriously how they've actually entered as they've joined Patreon? A deliberate choice. And I think the fact that they've put it in as no username as opposed to just leaving it blank means I think it's... The first instance of a deliberate joke name. We'll take joke names. The money's yeah. the most important thing. I actually would, would see it as a little bit of a challenge. <laughs> who who can become a, a, a patriot with the jokiest joke name? Go on, Prince Philip. <laughs> Christopher, let's get underway with our first hack of the night. This first one, Rich. I'm going to read it out to you. Mm-hmm. My gut tells me we shouldn't do it. I'm I ready. think even for us, this is too too bad. Okay. But I'm gonna like I'm gonna let your names on the door so you decide. Hi, Flap and Jack. Good start. About f- God, I'm laughing before I even read this again. It's so bad. About five years ago, when travelling back from Toronto to Heathrow yeah. via Amsterdam, big air, big journey, I managed, and I quote, to do a shit in each airport. <laughs> this wasn't my intention and admittedly i had a bit of a dicky tummy okay do you think this number of countries could be bettered and how would you do it thanks mike rich i kind of want to answer it rich (laughs) He's basically, for a start, that's a long journey, and I don't think it's beyond the realms of comprehension that you would take a dump in all three airports. Yeah, it's so a fair point. One, I don't think it's that spectacular. Two, it's gross. Uh, three, I'd like to point out that uh, having been criticised last week pro- uh, for providing a ridiculous around-the-world route uh, to go from uh, St. Clara uh, to Vladivostok, I'd like to point out that he's flown from Toronto past London to Amsterdam and then gone back. All right, so you weren't having a go at him. Yeah, okay, but 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 you know, um you're, you you did this and I embraced it when you talked about flying via Lisbon to the US <laughs> to go. Look, as far as I'm concerned, if, if if this show has taught me anything, if your trip from London to Manchester has taught us anything, going in a straight line ain't always the best way. <laughs> Very good point, and I'll take that. Uh, I'm going to answer his question quickly. I think it's going to be harder than he thinks because it's very difficult to shit on purpose. <laughs> Can we please now move on? <laughs> <laughs> no, think about it, all right? This guy, if he wants to break the record, 
he's going to have to hang around because you can't just sit on a toilet and say to your body, shit. It doesn't happen like that. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm fighting the urge to engage. <laughs> <laughs> So's the shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. I'm just not doing it. I'm just not getting involved. <laughs> I've broken him. If you'd like to become my co-host for Richie Firth Travel Hacker <laughs> Season 4. If you have a high tolerance for discussing how many countries you can crap in on one journey, send your name in a CV. Careful, I'll end up co-hosting with my wife. Uh, right. <laughs> Let's take an advert. No, let's not. Let's oh. move on. <laughs> there won't be there won't be a commercial message after that. Uh, let's go on to our second hack of the night. Dear Whitney and Kevin, better lockdown has taken a toll on our waistlines, but as we open up, we'll all want to experience the joy of the British countryside in a carbon neutral way. I might want to take up cycling, and I want to get moving, but without too much unpleasant effort. So I want to know, what is the longest road journey I can take in the UK on a bike without pedalling? <laughs> Not the fastest, but the longest continual downward slope. And how long would it take? Works for scooter or skateboard too, of course. Love the show, Clive. Clive, uh, I mean, you're getting a round of applause from Chris. It's a great hack. Um, this is in your wheelhouse. You are Mr. Bike. Every single hack that we try and do, you'll always give us a bike option. So I'm expecting you to thunder in with a fantastic answer in a minute. I do have an answer. I've had to research. Uh, it's a little bit route one, uh, but uh, I'll take it away. And then House of Commons style, I will sit down and defer to uh, my honourable gentleman. That's you in this case. Thank you, Rich. Um, I'm going to take you to Crag Vale, he says. Uh, there's, there's nodding, there there's is nodding over nod. the Zoom well call. Um, Crag Vale, 968 feet of climbing in 5.5 miles. So in the case of what Clive, uh, Clive is after, that's 968 feet of descent in 5.5 miles. That is an average gradient of 3% over 5.5 miles. So it's, it's not the steepest in the world. No. Nope. It's not the steepest in the UK, most likely. But it will be the longest gradual descent that you will find. Now, where's Crag Vale, you're asking? It's in West Yorkshire. Tiny little place, got a population of 650, uh, according to the most recent census uh, that was done before the one that we've all done more recently. Um, but it does have credentials. Uh, it was used for the Grand Depart uh, for the 2014 Tour de France uh, when that started in Yorkshire. Uh, so it's got great cycling credibility and it has a world record because for that Grand Depart in 2014, the good folk of Yorkshire decided they would put some bunting up for mm. the course. They bunted the entire 5.5 miles of the descent of Cragvale, making it a world record for the longest piece of bunting. I mean, look, that is absolutely fantastic. Uh, it Thank is, you. Cragvale is, I think, the correct answer in the UK. Thank you. Uh, it's 5.3 miles, roughly eight kilometres, with a gentle descent like that. You could, so, like a, 
In cycling terms, Chris, is that considered a gentle descent? 3% average is, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's enough to keep rolling. It's like you'd, you'd probably have, you'd probably want to, you know, get, get some speed up going into it. And then you could largely like, I know it says the maximum gradient is 7%, which is genuinely quite steep for cycling. Right. You know, if, if, if there really is a total of 5.3 miles for that, the eight, eight kilometers that you could easily without pedaling be doing 20 kilometers an hour on. So, so how long is that ride? Well, look, do you want me to leave you to do the maths? I've set you up there. Give me the maths one more time and I'm going to do it without a calculator. Okay. Uh, you'd be going at roughly, I mean, I, I'm going to be sort of very loose here. Let's say 20k an hour. I think you could go quicker in much quicker in some part, much, much quicker. But let's say he, he went, he didn't want to pedal at all. So he's yeah. got a gentle start uh, and it's eight kilometres. Give or take 25 minutes. Yeah. That's really cool. A 25-minute roll. Yeah. I mean, that's like, great. again, that's you could do it in a I fraction thought. of the time, but that wasn't what he wanted us to do, is it? No. But, I mean, you know, if he's got an Apple Watch, for example, your exercise ring's completed after half an hour, so you're on the bike for 25 minutes. <laughs> Although you're probably not exercising if you're just rolling. Yeah. No, there's no heart rate work going no, into that. there's not. It's just scenery. Yeah. I like that. Uh, did you uh, consult a fantastic website that uh, I'm a big fan of, cyclinguphill.com? <laughs> I hope that sounds like some kind of sex site. I mean, for me, it kind of is. <laughs> uh, recommended. It's got it's got a couple of hundred uh, climbs in it. I didn't uh, uh, look at cycling uphill because this was all about rolling downhill. Yeah, I, I guess, you know, my research was born of the same concept, really. True. I guess, yeah, one person's uphill is another person's downhill. I, I can't remember what, what complimentary term you paid to me at the start of this hack, but you assumed I might have something else to offer. I refer to you as my honourable gentleman, and I am now sat down on the green House of Commons sofa opposite you. You have the floor. So I, I agree with you. It is UK's the UK's best. But I thought I'd just look a little bit further afield and see like what Europe's best was okay. and, and how significantly that... Uh, compared uh, i'm imagining you're going to one of the stages of the tour de france surely actually no oh um giro d'italia i know my cycling yeah well done but actually no oh okay somewhere uh, you've played cricket <laughs> for once no <laughs> um, i miss you christopher do you know where mount tidy is <laughs> that doesn't exist canary islands T-E-I-D-E, Canary Islands. Um, is that one of the volcanic ones? It is. Oh, dear. Oh, and Mount Tidy, I have actually been up there. I believe, if I'm correct, it's where they shot. It's, I want to I say uh, a large part of Planet of the Apes. But I, yeah, okay. they, I mean, I think they did some spaghetti westerns there as well. Um, anyway, really interesting uh, place to see. Quite barren. And it has the longest continuous climb, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. descent in right. Europe. 36.7 kilometres consecutively down. Wow. That's longer than the eight kilometres of Crag Vale. Bit pitiful, really. It's quite a quick one as well. OK, give me some... I, I like the maths of the last one, so I want to do this again. It's a 6%... OK, so it's a 6% gradient, yeah? So yeah. you would I, you would be going quicker than 20k, I expect. In fact... You'd pr- even freewheeling on this because it's six percent. You'd probably want to 
to break at times. Bloody hell, right. But let, okay. let's just say the 20K again to use the same speed as the last one. Yeah. 36 kilometres at 20K an hour. I'd say about an hour and 25 of rolling. Uh, no. Um, near, nearer two hours, but um, but still. Really? Yeah, because 40K at 20K an hour would be... I don't know. Oh, my God. It's not a maths podcast. Two I hours. did well earlier. Exactly. <laughs> okay, all right. So this would be, you know, maybe an hour 45. Wow. That's amazing. Isn't it? Crackvale looks pitiful. Well, you know, no, Crackvale, Rich, looks beautiful. Well, it's got bunting. Yeah. <laughs> Clive, I think we answered that one. We smashed it. Thank you very much. Advert. What is the sort of noise you would make as an adult going down a slide? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. How is that different to the sound you'd make on a roundabout? Oh, this is shit. I'm dizzy. I want to get off. <laughs> and what about, imagine you're being pushed by me on a giant swing. <laughs> oh, 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 harder, Chris. Harder. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> uh, right. Third hack of the night. Uh, so we are counting Cramming them in. We, we are counting the literal shit hack as a hack, are we? Well, yeah. Even though we didn't even like really I... <laughs> do it. <laughs> it was a no. It's a brief wipe. Oh God. <laughs> so, Rich, uh, this one is anonymous. Uh, right. may- maybe it's your friend from the Patreon. <laughs> no username. They've actually got. <laughs> I like that. Richie, you used to live in Eastbourne. Yes. A town near who? Correct. There was a place called Who, yes. You now live in where? I do. There is a river Y. I believe there is also a, a town called Y, mm. uh, maybe. And uh, I bet there is a when, they say. What is the longest sentence you can make with places in England slash the UK? Well, um, this is a great question. Uh, no username. Uh, let's call them... No username. <laughs> Chris, I've done a little bit of research on, shall we say, some of the more curious place names in England, uh, because that was the parameter that were given, um, that would, in my opinion, also be not just unusual place names, but might actually feature to construct a sentence. In no particular order, this is what I have. Shitterton. Bitch Field. Oh, God. Cox. Great. Swell. Slaughter. Nether Wallop. Good. Wetwang. Oh, uh, Richard Whiteley was the mayor of Wetwang. <laughs> there From we Countdown. go. Yeah. It's in Yorkshire. Fingering Ho. Yes, in Essex, yes. Barking. Beer, Cockermouth, Cold Wind, Crackpot, <laughs> Fanny Barks. Oh, come on. I promise you. Golden Balls. Okay. Licky End. <laughs> Pant. Good. Pratt's Bottom. Yep. 
Shags. Shags. S-H-A-G-G-S. Okay. Shingay come Wendy. Sure. Is that all one thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a saga. It's one of those ones where... Um, so it's, it's Shingay hyphen come hyphen Wendy. Yeah, it's, it's like a place name and a narrative arc. <laughs> Splat. Yep. Stains. Thong. Titty ho. Good. Ugly. Oh. So... Hang on a second. Can I just get a place name in there that you didn't say? Yeah, of course you can. I need to have more to add to the vocabulary. Bellend. <laughs> My favourite place name in the country. <laughs> what? Even before Shingay come Wendy? Okay, yeah. Until then. <laughs> okay. I'll have Bellend in. So, to create a sentence, which was the question from No Username... Um, the only liberties I've taken is to add in sort of like a few A to the, that kind of thing, you know, to construct the sentence. That's fair enough. Or is it not? I'm going to let you, I'm going to say, I'm going to allow it. I've come up with, and I'm sure there may be better out there. A cold wind wallops cocks to splat ugly shags. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Give it one more time. A cold wind wallops cocks to splat ugly shags. So you use A at the start and a two in there. Other than that, the rest of them are all locations in England. Could you not replace the two with your own hometown of where? What would that sentence be like now? A cold wind wallops cocks where splat ugly shags. That works. (laughs) That's even better. <laughs> oh, brilliant. This is prose. It's just a shame we haven't got Fanny Barks. Uh, here's something for you. Bit of homework in between seasons three and four. Promise you, no matter where we are out actually physically hacking, we will come back uh, in the first episode with some of your most creative sentences using strange place names in the United Kingdom. Travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com. Shacks. Shall we do uh, our final hack of the season before Gretchen's Letter, Rich? Gretchen's Letter, shitbags, is in Gloucestershire. Uh, but yes, let's, let's go through it and uh, let's make sure we have time for Gretchen. Okay. This is a very short one, so that should really help. It's uh, sent on, I can't remember which of the social media channels, from uh, Barthy or Bathy83. It just says, and I love the direct to the pointness of this, Slater Margit on Friday rush hour. <laughs> now, for our international listeners, as you know, we're at least 15% USA. Yeah. Um, What's happened to the Swedes this season? Oh, they've completely Pre- been replaced by them, the American Midwest. Which is a shame because we were really getting, look, we, we were really looking forward to Hackstock, uh, yeah. a festival in Stockholm where we would meet up with our European travel hackers. Now, what with the pandemic and the way that the uh, the Midwestern fans have uh, really come to the fore, what has happened to the Swedes? Where are you? Yeah, I mean, literally, I think in a, in a sliding doors type moment, a couple of Swedes wrote in at the start of the season, and as we were unlocking into season four, we'd have been booking our flights to Stockholm. I know. In, instead, I'm I'm just thinking all all, all about going to um, Lake Winnebago. 
Yes, in a Winnebago with the Patriots money. Like Arthur Fowler and the Christmas money off of the uh, Queen Vic bar. Now, that is a ludicrously niche reference. (laughs) (laughs) Some will get it. Uh, Right. What's Barthy got to say for us? So, Barthy is slough to Margate on Mm -hmm. a Friday rush hour. Okay. All right. So, give these international guys some context, Rich. Slough Uh, and Margate, what are they? Uh, Windsor Castle, that's where the Queen uh, lives at the moment. It's just outside of uh, London. If you've ever come to London in a plane uh, and landed at Heathrow, you've probably seen Windsor Castle. You certainly have heard of it. Harry and Meghan got married there. You've heard of them. Uh, But uh, there's a shit town next door to Windsor. It's called Slough. (laughs) Oh, God. Poor Slough. Is it that bad? Hey, Ricky Gervais set the office there. That says it all. Popular show. Popular show. Uh... Very popular show. Not saying it's not, but uh, Wernham Hogg was meant to be set in Slough because it was just so dull. Right. Okay. So, so I understand why on a Friday rush hour, Barthy eighty three wants to get out of Slough. Yeah. So, what's uh, Margit then? Uh, right, Margit, which you are very pointedly referring to as Margit. Uh, Margit is uh, a seaside town uh, on the North Kent coast. Uh, some would say it is the southerly point of the Thames estuary. If you go up north, it would be Harwich for the northerly point. Uh, but yeah, it's right on that uh, point. But it is a good old fashioned English seaside town. Uh, I've holidayed there a couple of times. It's fantastic. But Chas and Dave, those Cockney funsters that I know that you and I both cherish. Uh, with their hits of the late 70s and early 80s, uh, had a song called Down to Margate, which was all about escaping London town, getting on a coach and getting down to Margate with your friends and family. Uh, It also, um, I don't know if you ever did this as a kid, but I genuinely, just just to big up my East London credentials, over the summer, we would go on a Beano. And Margate is one of those places famous for people going on a Beano. And Beano, I've only ever heard in two contexts before. I don't know the etymological root of the word, but uh, a Beano is a children's magazine cartoon book yep. and a trip to the seaside. They're the yep. only two terms of which I know. Uh, so a Beano to Margit is effectively what Barthy 83 wants. <laughs> um, for our second EastEnders reference of um, this episode... Um, Whenever the cast go away on a Beano, it's either to Southend or to Margate. Yep. Uh, so, yes, that is your geography for our international listeners as we mourn our Swedish friends. <laughs> so, how would you get there? This is going to be our final hack of this season. So I thought we'd make it a good one. The obvious answer would be jump in the car, M4, M25, uh, and then onto the motorway down to Kent. But on a Friday afternoon, oh. that's hell. Oh. And that is why Barthy's not wanting to do that. Mm. So I'm not going to give that as an answer. You'll be expecting me, that great fan of train travel, to tell you to get the train into London, into Paddington, get on the circle line across to St Pancras, and then to jump on the southeastern high-speed train link Uh, which takes you out of St Pancras on the Channel Tunnel Rail Link as far as um, uh, North Fleet and then on the traditional lines out to Kent. Even though that's really quick, I'm not going to give that as an answer either. 
Christopher? I'm lost, mate. We're going to go by boat. Oh, for crying out loud. So, Slough is is so close uh, to Windsor, which the River Thames runs through. These days, one thing that COVID has taught us, post-pandemia, our workplace can be so different. Yeah. So, the pressures and companies are so much more flexible. I think it really opens up the River Thames as the way for Barthy to make his way. I'm assuming it's him, uh, but it could be a Lady Barthy. Uh, to make their way home, <laughs> Lady Barthy sounds rude. Lady Barthy. She's definitely, <laughs> definitely appeared in an episode of Downton once. <laughs> so here's the journey, right? Uh, the first bit of research I've done is to find the speed limit on the Thames. Unless you are a commercial... Uh, authorised vehicle by the Port of London Authority. The speed limit is 12 knots, uh, which equates to 13 miles an hour. I'm not doing this again. Okay. I've done it for us this time. Okay. So the next thing I've done is to work out by river, and this has taken some research, uh, how many miles it is from Slough to Margate. Mm. So obviously the Thames winds its way. It's a very windy river. Mm. We all know that. And then once it's past the Thames barrier, fairly straight uh, out of the Thames estuary, following the coast to that uh, southern tip of the Thames estuary to Margate, it's 117 miles. How long does it take to travel 117 miles at 13 miles an hour? Nine hours. Is exactly the correct answer. I know because you just asked me the question and I answered it. Yeah, but I hadn't. I hadn't asked you to answer it. Oh, you do you want me to okay, it ask quickly. it again and I'll pretend I, I didn't guess it straight away because that was the question. How long does it take to travel 117 miles at 13 miles an hour? I don't know, like 25 minutes. A little bit longer than that. It's nine hours actually. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris, once again. Post-COVID, in this post-pandemia world, I think it's taught us to take life slower. And I think people are open to a nine-hour commute on a Friday as we ease our way into the weekend. So the next question and the final question is the one that you always point at me is how much would this cost? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's not the only question I've got, but it's definitely one of them. (laughs) (laughs) I have found... A Windsor day boat cruising hire place that hires out boats. The clue's in the name. For a whole day, because you'd need it for the nine hours, you could hire Little Lady, which is an electric-powered boat. I'm going to show you uh, a picture of it, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Little Lady? There she is, Little Lady. my God. (laughs) She has an all-weather canopy, just in case that Friday's not good. An FM stereo music system with Bluetooth for all your audio devices. Important. A USB charging socket, although it's an electric-powered boat, so don't use that. You might run out of fuel. You're not the salesman, Rich. Cut, cut to the price. Dogs are welcome. <laughs> to hire it for the day, £134. Okay, so we need to hire it for two days because we need to get Why? it back the next day. Go back on the Monday. It's still a two-day hire, though, isn't it? 
Oh no, actually, a that would be a four-day hire. Hold, yeah, okay. Hang on, <laughs> four-day hire. Oh, it doesn't give prices for four days. You just have to multiply the 134 <laughs> by four. It's picking up a bit. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, shit. And another thing, and I think you <laughs> do need to post a photo of little lady so our listeners can see this. I will do. I've seen it. Tell, talk to me your first reaction as little lady approaches the Thames barrier <laughs> and starts to head out into open sea. <laughs> <laughs> my first reaction was why didn't i get on the train to paddington <laughs> oh it would bob about i hadn't thought about that i mean this is a boat designed for the thames that is not making it past hammersmith bridge mate <laughs> no no that's not fair it would make it quite happily quite happily to uh the Thames Barrier. That's nonsense. You and me, yeah, famously, famously, <laughs> travelled up and down the Thames in one yeah. of those enormous clippers. I'm sorry, if Little Lady <laughs> was on that stretch of the Thames, yeah, we would be, I don't know, drowned or rescued or arrested or something. It's 19 foot long, all right? There are people who, who don't have access to social media. Okay, who won't be able to see me tweet a picture? It's 19 foot. We're not talking some shitty little dinghy here. Six metres. So that's three people head to toe in a straight line heading out past the Isle of Sheppey. (laughs) (laughs) We'd stay close to shore. Bloody close. (laughs) Oh, dear. After starting so well with a successful hack, (laughs) I'm getting the flavour that you're not having this one. Okay. To be fair... So I don't have a hack for this one. So you've got more than me. But so so nervous was I of where you're going. (laughs) I have a web page here and I had Googled, what is the nearest airport to Margate? (laughs) (laughs) It'll be Cliff. I think the Cliff Airport in Kent. Okay, that didn't come up. South End came up, which is the other side of the Thames estuary. (laughs) Uh, Well, we'll, uh, we'll take Lady Chloe from the other side of the Thames. Oh, she's changed name, has she? She's she never called? named before. Oh, no, Lady Chloe, that's me on a Friday night. Oh. <laughs> there was actually a really... Po- I was on this site for a while. There was a really posh boat called Lady Diana, but that didn't feel right. Oh. Uh, in um, somewhere in Portugal, there is a Lady Diana Avenue, and people sit on the corner of that road and pull the doe-eyed face and post for photos wow. next to it. And wow. in no way am I going to admit to being one of those people. <laughs> I don't want to see you doe-eyed ever again. <laughs> Rich, that was yes a dreadful final hack of the season. Well done. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, you put this podcast together. You're the one that governs timings. Mm. We've promised people that we would include Gretchen's letter in the final podcast of the season. I think we Where should do are it. Where are we? I think we should do it, Rich. Let's go for it. I think we owe it to Gretchen. I think you probably should start with an apology. What for? To Gretchen. What for? For all the times that you've rejected her. The weird it's reference last rejected. week about climaxing with her. Yeah, at the end of the season, which is what we're doing right now. Literally right. the last thing. So we are climaxing right now? We are. This is it. We're about to... Come and deliver Gretchen's letter.
Uh, hello, Richie and Chris. Do you know what or where the mitten is off the top of your head without Googling it? No. Well, uh, I've got a rough idea, but I'm going to keep going as your answer is immediately no. I'm so excited. Anyway, I discovered your podcast just this summer when Chris, during the final moments of either the bugle or the last post, blah, 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 mentioned it very quickly. I am not yet completely caught up. Hello, Gretchen. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Bet she is now. But I just love hacking travel. Although, if hard-pressed, I don't know if I could ac- adequately define travel hacking. Uh, hey, on any given night, not sure we can. May I share a quick anecdote? Yes. And then she puts in brackets, rhetorical question. <laughs> Thank you for diving in. <laughs> she just done you. She just done you with a three-month-old letter. Um, my boyfriend, Jeff, and I take an annual trip to the Panhandle of Florida to visit dear friends and enjoy some warm sun. Pause. This suggests to me that if she's referring to the Panhandle as Florida, that the mitten is another geographical part of the United States. Rich, you know what? I've always liked your hidden, like there is an inner smart guy in there somewhere. And I love (laughs) seeing it pop out. Thank you. It is an easy two-day drive. Is the mitten the rest of the United States and Florida is the panhandle? Because if you think about it, a mitten's just got like a thumb, hasn't it? Right, so you're saying that Florida is the thumb of the mitten. Correct. It is an easy two-day drive or a hard one-day drive from the mitten. The rest of the United States. One year on the return trip, we got stuck in some horrible traffic due to road construction near Louisville. 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 Kentucky. Okay, there you go. Easily a three-hour delay. And not just for us, but everybody who has been hoodwinked into it. People were playing frisbee in the median. People were running into the underbrush to take a whiz. We feel the state of Kentucky should have put up some warning signs about seeking an alternate route because it was bad. I looked at Google Maps during that mess and figured out a route of back roads we could have taken had we only known. Since then, we avoid congestion, and I'd love to share our, my, method with you. Some of your conversations remind me of the conversations Jeff and I have us taking one of my shortcuts. For example, while driving on a city road through Nashville, underneath the freeway we are avoiding, Jeff said, I quote, um, that traffic seems to be moving along pretty well. Again, why are we avoiding it? It is at that point that I have to defend my decision. I don't know where this story is going now, but I'm going to keep going. According to Google Maps, there was a bad traffic accident here a while ago. Maybe they've cleared it all away. Don't tell Jeff, but sometimes I just want to have a closer look at the place that the freeway affords us than the freeway affords us. Legit. Yes. Where's the hack? Where's the question? Am I boring you? Is that the question? Do I have the right email address? I have loads more to tell you and ask you. Loads and loads. Are you still taking questions and comments from your listeners? (laughs) Thank you, Gretchen. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Gretchen. I Uh, think uh, Gretchen's hack is stay off the motorway. I think Gretchen... I think a couple of things. 
I think a couple of things. I think people will now understand why it's taken 10 episodes <laughs> to find room for Gretchen's letter. But having put the time aside to hear Gretchen's letter, Gretchen is the poster girl for Richie Firth Travel Hacker. That is the very essence of this podcast. Because as we've said so many times, sometimes the obvious way mm. isn't the right way. Mm -hmm. And that is not just a mantra for you to remember when you're planning a journey, but that is a mantra to remember as you close your eyes at night and as you rest your head on the pillow. Times are tough, but often the right way isn't the obvious way. Look after yourselves and we will see you soon. We don't know when, we don't know where. One of us is vaccinated <laughs> and soon we will activate. Together in travel. Rich, you didn't answer the question. Was Gretchen boring you? That's one for the Patreons. <laughs> Bonus content. <laughs>